Hello, and you're listening to Half Hour History, the show where you might learn something, but we guarantee nothing. I'm Jacinta. I'm Luke. And this time we're talking about... Direwolves. Now, the timing of this particular topic should come as uh, no real surprise. If you are listening to this on the week of release, then... The first episode of Season 7 of Game of Thrones will have dropped. So we're obviously not going to talk about that. No spoilers or anything like that. And look, I know there's a lot of people now who don't like watching Game of Thrones, and that's fine too. So we're not going to talk about that so much. But we are going to be talking about direwolves, which are a pretty big thing in Game of Thrones. My hand's up already. Okay. Can I ask a question? Yeah. I'm calling bullshit on this. Isn't this about history? I only know of direwolves, like, through fantasy. Yeah. And through Dungeons & Dragons. They're yep. dire animals. And World of Warcraft also has direwolves. And, and, like, in Dungeons & Dragons, they have bony protrusions sticking yep. out of there. Like, their spines are sticking out back through their backs, and they've mm-hmm. got all things. And it's not even just, like, wolves. There's, like, I've got a miniature which is a mm-hmm. dire badger right and there's a dire weasel okay so it's like sort of like nightmare wind in the willows uh-huh. like can you imagine if everybody like mr toad just suddenly like all these bones started sticking out <laughs> and he was like poop poop motherfuckers he wouldn't be able to ride his bike quite as well yeah. would he if he had bones sticking out everywhere and badger was like fuck off and then impaled mm-hmm. them yeah. On his boner. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and this show, the yep. premise is that you're going to tell me about something yeah. historical. Yes. Something real. Something that happened. So, I'm really looking forward to hearing your justification here. Okay. All right. Well, I'll start off and justify it straight away. So, well, direwolves, or canis direus in the Latin, which means fearsome wolf. With diarrhea. They're not just the doggos from Game of Thrones, or World of Warcraft, or Dungeons and Dragons, or whatever you may have encountered them in before. Mm. They are actual real wolves who lived in the late Pleistocene epoch, which was 125,000 to 10,000 years ago. Is it real if they're made out of plasticine? I think so. They're real in your heart. So you're saying, like, I yep. guess there are some crossover D&D creatures, mm-hmm. like the gelatinous cube. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can do that if you want. Uh-huh. It won't be as big. Okay. You won't find a skeleton in it. Yeah. But uh, you can. You can do that and you can put it in a fridge. Yeah. I once went down south with some friends when I was, like, in my early 20s. Yeah. And they put my sunglasses, they set my sunglasses in a bowl of jelly. Yes. Yeah. fuck's that about? Not much to do with wolves. No. Okay, so, well, take us back. Put us back on the tracks. Okay, okay. So they're real wolves. They're actual real actual wolves that wolves. lived. Um, Not in anymore, though. Like, we couldn't no, go no. see one at the zoo. No, no, no. No, no, no. They died out about 10,000 years ago. Right. So, sadly, not around anymore. Um, there are two subspecies of dire wolf, but, like, that's boring. No one cares. All we need to know that they're big wolves, right? 10,000 years ago. Yes. That makes me a little bit sad because... Jesus was 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Which means he never rode a dire wolf. Yeah, I know. Which means uh, I'm returning this painting to Etsy. (laughs) All sad times. So if you, like, knowing what you kind of know about dire wolves from your kind of, you know, interactions at this point, if you had to say a vague kind of area of the world where dire wolves lived, where would you assume that they had lived? Going on, you know, like, what mythological kind of large wolves exist in mythology Um, and stuff like that. Like in the ice and the snow. Yeah. So like Um, Nordic countries. I'd say like they come from the land of the ice and snow. 
Uh-huh. And and maybe forests. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you'd think maybe, like, Europe. Somewhere in Europe. I think, like, the in the Red Riding Hood story, that's mm-hmm. Europe. I uh-huh. think he might have been a dire wolf. He had some pretty yeah. dire plans. He did. He had a bone knee protrusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was very, like, large. Large, he did. large enough to eat a person whole. Well... Sad to inform, they lived in North America. What? I know. Direwolves are American. Oh. I know. So basically we've been lied to uh, this whole time through their use in vaguely European entertainment sources. So they, what, how did they go extinct? Was it their cholesterol? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, just too many like. Um, Shot each other? Yeah, they shot each other. They were just eating fries with, like, melted cheese on top of it and their systems couldn't handle it. So, Crazy. Yeah, the largest collection of direwolf fossils have been found in the La Brea Tar Pits in Los Angeles. And oh, they've, inter- they've always fascinated me. I'd like to see those. Yeah, interesting. La Brea means the tar. So they're the tar tar pits. That's like an ATM machine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Americans like that, though. Yeah. Cash money, mm. ass butt. Um, so that there has been other fossils found through a lot of the western and midwestern states and a bit of a strip through the middle of the states as well but they didn't really seem to go into the northern states the you know the cold ones um and the deep south so it's pretty much a scientific fact that the dire wolves they didn't care for snow or racism so there was no dire wolf civil war no that's a shame i know <laughs> That's a real shame. Oh, imagine that. And also, the other thing is that direwolves are not really the gigantic monsters that we may have been led to believe that they were. So, oh, this is becoming more and more disappointing. I by know, the I know. They're, they are about the same size as the largest species of wolves living today, which, realistically, modern wolves are actually a lot bigger than people think. Um, uh, the biggest species are up to about a metre at their shoulder. So that's a really big animal anyway right um and the diewolves weighed on average about 68 kilos or 150 pounds if you're unfortunate enough to still be using that system I, of measurement i believe there's only one uh one country that does that mm. but uh yeah, i think so well that's where they're so. from so that's yeah. fair enough yeah yeah well, well then we'll give them is, that one this is disappointing i yeah. imagine and i'm talking figuratively i'm not trying to be gross but i imagine figuratively the audience mm. sort of um you know Lotioning up their hands, got a got a big old uh, stiff on, and are going. All right, dire wolves, let's get to work on this. Nobody interrupt me for thirty minutes. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna like rub this one out to the bone zone town. Yeah, and then like every word that comes out of your mouth, uh, uh, it's, it's just, just deflating, deflating that balloon. Deflating yeah. that balloon. Yeah, it's like yeah. the air's mm. coming out of it, and it's, it's it's sort of going down because it's like. Oh, they're American? Well, all right. Yeah, how boring. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then they're, like, not even giant. No. Um, Jesus didn't ride them. No, no, he didn't. So, uh, what's... What's left? What's good about them? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, as far as their habitat, they like to hang out in, like, grassy plains and forested areas, which you did say, so you yeah, got that right. Yeah, got that one right. Um, which is, kings, which uh, is, KFCs. Which is sensible because that's where all their food lived, right? So they ate... Denny's. They ate horses. IHOP. 
Eight, uh, eight horses. They ate horses. Okay, now, now, now there's a little bit of a stir. <laughs> they ate ground sloths, which I had to look up what they were. They looked like a kind of a massive wombatty kind of thing. And they were in America too. Yep. I think they're still in America, but they wear trucker hats. <laughs> they do. They ate mastodons. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And, I got. I got. I think the audience has a semi <laughs> semi mongrel happening um, now. And they ate bison and camels. So basically, they didn't fuck around. They found the biggest thing going around and then ate its face off. Well, they're a pack animal, right? They so are. They, they are. You know, a whole lot of them put their dire minds to it. I imagine yeah. they could take down, uh, you know, Oprah. Sure. Uh, and, yeah, it was very likely that they did hunt in packs like modern wolves because uh, for every herbivore found trapped in the tar pits, uh, there were multiple wolves with it. Attached to it. Attached to it, Latched yeah. Latched on. Yeah, so the you know the prey animals would get stuck in these tar pits, and then the uh, predators would be like, "Oh hell yeah, this is like free food because the the animal can't move, but also they would get stuck in there sometimes too." So you think, "Oh, like this is a giant porcupine," and then you go, "Oh no, it's just the ground sloth with a lot of wolves yeah. uh, <laughs> attached to it, yeah, like clothes pegs." Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Dire wolves are my favourite. Mm, so there were other species of wolves and like coyotes and shit around competing for food. Um, what are like diarrhea wolves? They might have formed the tar pits. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. All those scientists digging around in what they assume is tars. It's just shit. Diarrhea. <laughs> it's just dire wolf diarrhea. Just ancient diarrhea. Oh, God. Could you use I, hope they're, I hope they're wearing gloves. Can you uh, clone a person from diarrhea? Um, like Jurassic Park style, but instead of like, I don't know. through I guess, blood, I guess through... theoretically it would have some sort of DNA in it. Yeah. Because it's coming through your, your intestine. Surely you'd be shedding oh, yeah. that shedding must be possible somewhere. because of uh, Donald Trump. No! No! Political. <laughs> Doesn't he, though? He looks like um, someone dropped a turd on mm. the floor of a hairdresser's. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 So the going back to the uh, the main competition. Aside yes. from the diarrhea wolves, uh, the main competition were the Smilodon fatalis, or as they are more commonly known, the saber toothed tiger. Holy shit! So at this point in history, you have big fuck off dogs fighting with big fuck off cats. Really, what a time to be alive. Yes. Or, or not, I suppose. It probably actually would have realistically been a bit shit to be alive then. They didn't have iPads. No. So, like, all this stuff would be going down. You would have no phone or iPad you to record it. You couldn't Instagram. No. Could you? No, I mean... You'd be seeing this thing. Yeah. God. Look how... Look how we've... De- like, people talk about evolution. Well, mm. clearly we've devolved, like... If this was saber-toothed tigers versus dire wolves, and now we've got like Garfield and Odie, mm. like what's that? I know. Yeah, yeah. Become a creationist. <laughs> uh, they were also competing with another big old cat called the American lion, which was twenty-five percent bigger than a normal lion and was one of the biggest cat species to ever live. But did it have massive saber teeth? No, no, it mm. didn't. So we can fuck right off with its boring dentition. Did it have a mane? Probably. It's a lion. I don't know. I didn't really look much into the American lion because it wasn't a saber-toothed tiger, so who gives a shit? That's true. Yeah. So now, with these episodes, yep. like, uh, I was a bit concerned about this one being not dry, but I felt like I might have run out of uh, fuel at some point, and I was... Yeah. 
looking for a hook. I was looking for something that would make it on brand for us. Yes. And that would really uh, inspire our audience to uh, fall in love with the dire wolves. And are there any sporting teams named after dire wolves? I would imagine so. I yeah. think there's an esports team called the Dire Wolves, because that was coming up when I was searching for Dire Wolves. There we go. Um, And then, when browsing Wikipedia, I found this passage. Okay, here we go. The remains of a complete male sea diarist are sometimes easy to identify compared to other canis specimens because the baculum, brackets, penis bone, close brackets, of the Dire Wolf is very different from that of all other living canids. So it's got a weird penis, okay? Is, and this, I'm is like, it shaped like a hook? Because you said you'd found your hook. Well, no, not really. But It's shaped like a hook and it scales buildings. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? You're in a skyscraper. <laughs> I didn't have you buildings 10,000 years ago. I know, but like, <laughs> this is my movie, okay? okay? It's like, you know, made by the Sharknado sort of people. Okay. Stars like um, Jason Priestley or something. Mm-hmm. And um, people are in skyscrapers mm-hmm. and they were in an office and they're having like a romance. And then mm-hmm. suddenly someone um, clones a dire wolf through their diarrhea. <laughs> yes. And it has a big hook penis. And then they yep. start scaling the building using their hook penis. Like they, okay. they sort of leap up, hook onto the next story. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then like these people are looking out the windows and seeing yep. these like wolves coming up hooking their penises mm-hmm. and uh, it's called die wolf hook penis <laughs> no so what <laughs> instant, what is instant hit for the sci-fi channel what, so what is the mystery well i mean it goes without saying that this paragraph piqued my interest and i immediately googled die wolf penis bone which Indeed. is not something that google auto filled for me um it was it not will so, now it, it definitely will now so uh, I thing we have to understand is that a lot of mammals do have a penis bone. So your domestic dog has a penis bone, okay? And that exists for the reason that you probably think, which is to keep that stiffy stiff. Yeah. Right? And the reason that the remains of the male direwolf are so easy to identify is because while their bodies are more or less the same size as modern wolves, their dicks are nearly 50% bigger. Yes. So the direwolves wow. are hung. Gosh, so, like, if you're going to track one, look for the yeah. paw prints with the big line <laughs> yeah. in between them. Yeah, so think about that next time you're watching Game of Thrones. Just Ghost is stacked. Ghost is, uh, yeah, is walking on three legs. He's yeah. winning a three-legged race. <laughs> so, like, the assumption uh, with that evolution is that instead of perhaps bre- bre- breeding in monogamous pairs like modern wolves do, diables may have bred more like modern dogs. In the sense that the female dog would, you know, when she was on heat, she'd kind of let whoever she liked just have a crack, right? Yeah. And so the dire wolves... And you're not, you're not slut-shaming the... No, no. She's being an empowered woman. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, hey, let's go. Yeah. And I so do the... what I want. Exactly. So the dire wolves with the biggest wangs uh, would theoretically be able to deposit their baby juice closer to ground zero. So they would have a better chance of fertilising the eggs and then passing on their big dick genes. Yeah, or even like not, you know, they could do it from far away. Yes. Maybe that was, I mean, they didn't have TV or anything back then. Maybe that was the entertainment. Seeing how far. You can jizz. Yeah. Yeah, And hit the target. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crikey. So, 
there was a research paper where a guy like literally he, I'd love to see your internet history right now. <laughs> I know. It it is a little bit of a worry, I've got to say. Where this guy, he was literally just looking at Ice Age animal dicks, which is a good use of your time, surely. Well, you know, the, there's that film, The Final Member. The documentary about the guy that is in Iceland or somewhere and he's got mm. the penis museum and he collects yeah, all the yeah, penis yeah, yeah, yeah. bones. Mm. And the only, the final member is he needs a human penis ah. in the penis museum. Yep. And um, it's about this sort of competition between, like not a, a structured competition, but I mean like they're competitive. Mm. This uh, American guy who wants his penis in the museum mm-hmm. and he's even contemplating getting it cut off and sent. And this old guy who... Um, might not have as big a penis, but is like he's sort older, of a, so he's probably going to die. No, he's, yeah, he's going to die sooner. But he's also a bit of a celebrity and has apparently like banged like many, oh, many, many women. So okay. it's like a, a penis that has seen a huge amount of action. Mm-hmm. But the best bit about that thing is the American guy keeps sending the museum owner photos of his penis mm. to try and entice him to put it in the collection. Okay, that's like ultimate dick picking. Well, no, this it's totally ultimate dick picking because he dresses <laughs> his penis up. Like, he dresses it like a wizard. He puts a little beard on it oh, and, a, and a wizard hat. <laughs> and he sends him all these different things because he he believes that, like, there can be comics and merchandise and stuff about his penis <gasps> being the only human penis. He wants to franchise his penis. He wants to franchise his penis. Yeah, it's a good film. I recommend everybody uh, yeah, have right. a look. If you can't get hold of it and uh, you're 49% of the population, just uh, look down at your own penis for a bit <laughs> and imagine. Maybe even... Um, you know, what you could do, and this is a challenge to listeners, dress up your penis like a wizard and mm. send it to Jacinta. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I've got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Little wizard dick pics. Look, as long as you're being creative, yep. I don't really mind so much. So anyway, anyway, this guy, research paper, Ice Age animal dicks, um, and he found that a small sample of uh, the dye wolf wangs that came out of La Bria were found to be damaged in some way. They were the only things sticking out of the surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his quote was, most of these demonstrate some degree of twisting along the long axis that may have either been congenital or the result of trauma. They were hooks. Mm. So considering that direwolf dick bones seem to commonly be described as robust, breaking one must have involved a fair amount of force and or very bad luck. I think they were just probably very reckless with them. Oh, yeah. One specimen in particular was described as having a broken, misplaced and healed tip, which means that obviously the tip had broken, it had moved, and then it had healed itself while sitting in the wrong position. So this particular one, there was a picture of it on this website. It looked like it had snapped about 10 centimetres from the end and was sitting at a not white 45 degree angle so basically that direwolf would have been fairly celibate for the rest of his sad little direwolf life i imagine because that wouldn't have uh been very pleasing for anybody but, but like the the um female oh it may it may have been able very, to reach acom- her. very accommodating as well yeah like they stretched to any shape Maybe, maybe. And maybe it was uh, able to... I mean, I don't know if direwolves have G-spots. Maybe it was able to uh, to yeah. hit, hit her in the it right spot. It might have been a good thing. Do you think... I, I don't know how this injury happened, but mm. I, I, I'm not a zoologist or anything like that, but mm-hmm. um, 
a lot of animals when they have like protrusions and things, they use them to battle. Mm-hmm. You like battle with each other. They sort yeah. of lock horns and butt heads and yeah. things so like that. So you're suggesting that they are locking a different sort of. I, I think they might have had cockfights. Mm, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah they might just have... stand on their hind legs and just smashing the tips together like conkers. <laughs> yeah. Like um, uh, jousting. Could be. Yeah. Dire wolf cock jousting. <laughs> now that is a reality show that I want to see. I so, will watch that. So no one really knows exactly how an injury like this might happen, though it obviously is uh, just cockfighting. But the leading hypothesis is that a mating male could have get been accosted by a rival in the middle of the act, like mid-thrust, which would then sort of cause the mating male to maybe, like, jump suddenly or move suddenly and then snap the bone, like, while I doing know. the job. I don't believe... No, I don't believe that. Like, think about humans, like, and if you were doing that. You would just slip out. Yeah, but You're humans, in a very slippery place. You're in a very lubricated, well, slippery, elastic place. You're just going to, like, pop right out of there. I mean, that you're assuming that this male direwolf has done a lot of foreplay with this female direwolf. I mean, you're assuming that. You already said that they're ready for it all the time. Rewind the tape. <laughs> well, look, I, I don't, uh, I don't claim to know a lot about uh, female dial vaginal lubrication okay. and the state of her vagina at the time of uh, sexual intercourse. But this is what the science dick people suggest may have happened. And think, look, do, they... Do you think the listener's balloon is inflating or deflating? I don't know. I think, I think the state of inflation or deflation really probably says a lot about them. Yes. To be honest. So people can uh, can make their own judgments there. But no. Hashtag if, not furry. If, if professional science dick people say that that's what probably happened, then they know more about science dicks yeah, than I do. Yeah, a bunch of scientists know more about dicks than I do, sure. <laughs> Uh, so extinction causes for the direwolves, um, again, aren't something that anyone can really particularly agree on. So hamburgers, cheeseburgers, perhaps, uh, but at first it was assumed that maybe they were dying off because their food sources started to become extinct, but teeth fossils from the tar pit suggest the wolves weren't really having food stress issues about the time of... uh, their extinction, so they can cross that one off the list. They did stress a lot about their weight, though. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of... Um, wolf bulimia. Yeah, a lot of fat shaming in the dire wolf community. Like, they all wanted to be swole. Yeah. They just wanted to be, like, like fucking massive. But not fat, but just massive. Uh, some people think climate change. Uh, others thought... It's it, a myth. It, yeah, it is a myth, because how? why is it cold? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why am I wearing a hoodie? Yeah, huh? exactly. Huh? Uh, others think it could be due to competition from other species, which in- included humans at that point, but no one really knows for sure. So, honestly, they could have been abducted by aliens for all anyone knows. And really, if the aliens were going to take any species, surely they would go for the fluffy doggy with the big dong. Oh, God, wouldn't that be a furry's wet dream? Like, when the aliens come down and everyone's really nervous, it's sort of an Independence Day thing and the yeah. ramp opens and then this big... Like wolf hybrid comes out with a big dog, <laughs> and all the furries oh are just going to be like, "Yes, we were right all along." They're going to be our masters, mm. our cruel masters. Yeah. First suits for everybody. All right. So, the most recently dated direwolf remains were found in a cave in Missouri, and they were found to be a little under nine and a half thousand years old. So that is the last evidence we have of a direwolf being alive. 
Gosh. Look, I'm going to watch Game of Thrones so differently this week. I know. It's going to be amazeballs. I know. I know. There's just going to be, yeah, when you're watching Ghost, I mean, hopefully you won't be in the snow too much because it'll just be really distracting with that extra sort of furrow in the snow. Well, they've obviously captured everyone's imagination, haven't they? Yeah. If they've appeared in fantasy and stories mm. and, and, like, myths. Yeah, absolutely. But there's so many large wolf myths around yeah. everywhere. And there's one that uh, we'll be talking about in a bit more detail uh, later in the year, possibly around the time that uh, a certain Marvel film comes out. Oh, foreshadowing! Oh, shit! Uh, hopefully the uh, the series survives that long, which I imagine that it will. Hopefully. It will. This is a runaway success. Yeah. This is a, a, a train. I'm trying to derail it, but it's it's just puffing along yeah. to a successful station. Yes. our uh, I'm sure our whole three listeners are really loving it. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Uh, so one of those uh, large wolf myths, which uh, makes sense in a regional sort of uh, capacity, is the Amarok. Amarok run amok. Yeah, and it's not just a... Uh, it's a Volkswagen car, like an SUV type thing. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, named good. after a what? A wolf... Where, where's this from? Uh, this is a wolf from Inuit mythology. Inuit, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah, so it makes sense that, you know, it would most likely draw its influence from the dire wolf. You yeah. Know? There has been evidence of some dire wolf... Um, you know, living in a, in the more northern states, but it wasn't common for them to go uh, to go very far far north. Um, unlike the direwolf, the Amarok, uh, it hunts alone. I think if they did go far north, that was because they tripped and pogoed on their dicks. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They just the just the momentum. They were running too fast, and then they had to stop suddenly. And the momentum of their dick just dragged them across the border. Shot them. So that's might be how they went extinct. Some of them mm. shot into space. Yeah, absolutely. Aliens again. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, look, if the Inuit encountered a wolf with a massive cock, why would they not make it a god or a flute? Or a flute, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just take the take the penis bone, drill a couple of holes in it, perfect. I'm playing on a wolf stick. That's punk rock. <laughs> uh, so the Amarok hunts alone, uh, and he hangs out in the woods waiting to eat anyone who is stupid enough to go wandering off by themselves. So that's a perfect, like, parent scary story, isn't stay it? Stay in school. Yep, stay Don't in do school. Jokes. Don't wander off at night by yourself or the Amarok is going to eat you. Amarok, my, what big dong you have. (laughs) So in one of the Amarok stories, there is a physically stunted little kid who is totally sick of getting picked on by all the dickheads at school. So he prays to the god of strength or whatever and an Amarok turns up and the kid is like, oh, no, shit, this is not what I wanted, like... I didn't want to be eaten by this large penis wolf. Yes, nobody does. This is not how I wanted to go. But the Amarok doesn't eat his face off, but instead he wrestles the kid to the ground with his tail. Which is the clean version, I'm and, sure. Uh, and turned the small child into a furry. And uh, a number of small bones fall out of the feeble little urchin. Where do they fall out from? I, well, I don't know. The story didn't specify that. <laughs> like shit's bones. <laughs> yeah. 
like shits a pile. It looks like someone's just uh, like he sat on the carcass of a roast chicken. Yeah, pretty much. And so the Amarok says to him, because the Amarok can talk, uh, kiddo, these bones have been preventing your growth. So you need to come back and see me again so I can shake some more bones out of you. Not a euphemism. Yeah, yeah. This sounds like a... Like, if this was people, this would be some weird, crazy, furry, pedophile shit. Um, so the kid's like... Uh, yeah, like, I was doing... Speaking of which... Yeah. Like, um, I'm, I'm Googling at work inflation because I'm doing, like, a graphic for an economics class. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm getting all, like pictures of Pokemon that are inflating their oh, bodies. Yeah. Like all these like big distended bellied Pokemon uh-huh. pictures are coming up in the image search. People are fucking gross. People are gross. I've yeah. found out what um Vor was the other oh, day. Oh shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm not gonna talk about it, but that was fucking eye opening and I feel bad about humanity. That's, that's a future episode of foreshadowing. Um so, yeah, anyway, this uh, the kid's like, sure, fine, I'll come back, whatever. And after a few days of getting his bones all shook up, the kid was strong enough to wrestle three bears. And after that, his village respected him and stopped flushing his head down the toilet. And he married Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zinger. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's half an hour, dude. We that have sure learned is. about dire wolves. Dire dons. Um, I'm, look, I'm a fan. i got to yeah. say, I, you don't. At the beginning, I wasn't. I was there. Then I wasn't there. I'm back there. Mm. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, I love them. They're pretty cool. So, yeah, that's it for for this time round. Check us out on Facebook in our Facebook group. Well, every two weeks. Yes, every two weeks we are here doing this show and fruitlesspursuits.com. There's links to all the other shows and bits and pieces that we are doing. Of course, this is a new show and no one knows we exist unless you rate and review us on iTunes. And we don't don't think we've got any ratings or reviews yet. Now, this is episode five. You've got a good sense now of what this show is. So if you like it and you want other... And more importantly, it's not just about you saying, oh, yeah, I like this. And I was going, oh, we're so proud. It's about you notifying other people that this exists. Like, Mm. it's about iTunes recognizing, oh, maybe this is a thing that we mm. should, uh, people should be interested in. So we really need that support early on. Even if you're, um, you know, one of our friends that does this all the time and, and does nice things and helps us out, iTunes doesn't know that. They don't give a shit about that. Like, we, we, we just need to get that grounding. Mm, so, yeah, um, and, and at this stage we will be probably going through to the end of November and then sort of seeing how things are going and seeing whether we come back next year. So... We'll pretty much be basing a lot of that decision on how much kind of like yeah. feedback and how much the effort has sort of been worth it. So if you would like this show to continue, please do just throw us a review because if we don't feel like a lot of people are enjoying it or listening to it, then we might not push it's on. Saying we, look, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking do anything because like I don't have to do the research, but yeah. Jacinta has to like research all this shit yeah. and like compromise her internet history. She gets herself put on lists. <laughs> yeah. And I know Jacinta. Like, it, like, Jacinta like, I've is been... a, you, you, like, you know, not... I've been auto signed up to all these furry fan club things, and I don't know how it's happened. We're very, very dedicated to FP cast. We've done very well with that. that yeah. That's all great. But um, in life, generally, you're a serial piker, and and like if you, oh, yeah. you, you you know, so like you guys have got to convince that this is worth uh, her time. She's already mm. putting a lot of time into FP cast. So mm. like you know, what do you want for nothing? Yeah, if I can bail on anything, I will. She will. Oh, don't so, you worry about that. Yeah. So all right. So thanks. Um, and that was the show. That's it. And you've got a thing to say. <gasps> Badonk donk.